0: Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. Shorties, there's Chuck, there's Jerry, I'm Josh. We're all feeling kind of short, so this is Short Stuff. <laughs> I'm feeling tall. Are you?
1: Sure, why not? I always feel like I'm 6'3". <laughs> How tall are you? Oh, I used to be 5'10", now I'm like 5'9 and a half.
0: Oh, wait, I just realized this is a Short Stuff. We have no time for this. <laughs> sure we do. <laughs> <laughs> So, by the way,
1: everyone, these, uh, I know that when we started releasing these, they were in the regular Stuff You Should Know feed mm-hmm. on Wednesdays and right. then also in a standalone uh, shorties feed. And I think we just weren't quite sure how to handle that. and Now we're just going to stop that other one and just let them live here in the main feed, right? <laughs> Where they've been all along. But we're going to send our old little standalone friend out to pasture and shoot it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All of which means to say is if you are only subscribed weirdly to that one thing (laughs) and not the regular feed, just come on over and join us on the regular feed. We're bringing them home, baby. All right. So here's our dirty secret is we we talked about this one time Mm -hmm. in a single uh, live event that no one listening saw.
0: That's exactly right. And it was such an interesting little piece of... Internet tidbit lore. Yeah, it's so
1: perfect for this.
0: It, it just cannot be left alone. So, yeah, we, we decided we were going to talk about the eye smell. <laughs>
1: little eye, big smell. That was their
0: slogan. <laughs> <laughs> that was, so, yeah, it is like a little lie because it was tied into that whole, like, Apple push of the late 90s, early 2000s when Apple was riding high and untouchable.
1: Yeah, I guess they didn't, you can't trademark something like that, right? I guess not. The well, use they, of a little eye because every, everyone, or not everyone, but it seems like it's been co-opted since then.
0: Sure. There's like iHome does all their like accessories and yeah. yeah, clearly companies that are not getting any kind of approval from Apple has that whole eye thing going on.
1: Yeah, so the eye smell just very simply was a little, I guess you would call it a peripheral, a little device that you would put on your desk, mm-hmm. plug into your computer Via USB, and right. then when you're browsing the internet, depending on what kind of website you would come across, it would squirt out a scent that matched what you're looking at. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not squirt.
0: Maybe more like waft.
1: Oh, it was probably like a like a what do you call those? The little perfume uh, atomizer.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like one of those those trick flowers that, like, oh, squirts. It no. <laughs> didn't, like, squirt some oil onto your face that wouldn't come off or anything like You're that. Like,
1: oh, why did I visit NapaAutoParts.com?
0: Right, right. It's lube. Ew. So, the problem with it was not what it was or what it did. Because if you stop and think about it, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, or how like, it worked. Right, we'll get into like uh, the nuts and bolts of it, but it was a revolutionary device. Yeah, it, amazing. It, some people say that it was simply ahead of its time, mm. and that it, it was still <laughs> simply ahead of its time. Other people say that just from the get-go, it was Ill, it, like the definition of ill-conceived.
1: Yeah. So sh- shall we go back to the uh, 1990s? Yes. That the dot-com bubble is riding high, grunge is in in decline. Yeah, it was. If it's like kind of mid-90s.
0: What was coming out? At, what came after grunge? Eminem? Oh, I don't even know what that is. You know who Eminem is? I have no idea. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure. What does stand sure? for? It, well, well, it's spelled out, you see. E- <laughs>
1: E-M-I-N-E-M. Oh, Eminem, the, the, the guy, the rapper guy. That's right, yeah, I thought that was like m and m was some sort of style of music that I just didn't know about,
0: oh no, 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 I'm talking like m and m all right, so the <laughs> dot
1: coms are in in full effect, and if everyone <laughs> remembers that time, there was just a lot of money being thrown around
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, all over the place for any great new internet related idea
0: for sure, and I think these guys pair of dudes named Joel Bellinson and Dexter Smith, who went on to form, um, what was the name of their company? A, I think it was uh, DigiSense. DigiSense, that's right. Okay. They they formed DigiSense with $20 million oh, God. in um, venture capital, and there's this really great Everybody go read this article. It's a Wired article from 1999, and it, it just does a profile of them and their company. And they have, like, this venture capitalist dude who's, like, the prototype for the the Silicon Valley yeah. v- VC guy. <laughs> it was, like, he he's the guy. He's uh-huh. the archetype. It's amazing. Just to see him appear and be, like, this is 1999. This is the first guy. He's, like, patient zero.
1: Yeah, the original hoodie wearer. Exactly. Amazing.
0: So these guys, um, they they got together and they formed this company called Digisense, and apparently it was based on a couple of things. They had already they were they were pretty well off, um, having written some software for genetics databases. Yeah, and this is the nineties, right? So these guys were one of the few, if not the first, to do this. So they were set, but that experience had also kind of given them a. Um, uh, an awareness of genetics and um digitization yeah and they they realized like you can you can code something as as organic as DNA, and they had that little little bit in their pipe that they were smoking when they were down on Miami Beach one day on vacation together, and they started smelling perfumes everywhere, as the legend goes,
1: yes, so the story goes, they smelled many different perfumey scents in the air mm-hmm. and said. I've got a great idea. I know how we can lose $20 million of someone else's money. <laughs> right. <laughs> Digital scenting, uh, which is why they called their their company DigiSense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, because they already had this sort of uh, genetic uh, digitizing uh, things relating to genetics down pat, they, they I don't think, had too hard of a time transferring that to the fact that, uh, and we talked about this on our own, sh- on longer stuff you should know, is That specific odorant molecules fit together perfectly with specific proteins attached to olfactory receptors. In other words, go listen to our episode on
0: smell. Precisely. Right. So, you – was it the – I guess it would have been the smell one. Oh, yeah. It was either that or the um, China's –
1: Pollution sniffers?
0: Yes, them. Yeah, probably both. So – these guys knew that going into this or they they went and I think did the research but then they're like oh we can we can work with that we can take this and turn it into a digital representation or a digital model of an odorant. Mm-hmm. And not only can we do it once, we can do it thousands of times. So the first step these guys took was to create, from what I understand, the world's first database of digitized scents. Yeah. You could go into this database and be like, oh, okay, here's the code for gardenia. And you it's this odorant and that odorant, and you put it together. And if you can basically print out an actual odorant and put them together into your brain, you will smell gardenia, even though this is not from earth or nature. It's totally digitized. And that alone, Chuck, is like hats off to these cats for doing that. But that was step one toward um, DigiSense eye smell release.
1: That's right. And we're going to take a quick break and come back with mm-hmm. the master stroke that was step two right after this. right so we're back uh the the brilliant master stroke that I teased really was brilliant, and a lo- all this was the fact that they could do the the digitizing of scent alone was mm-hmm. great, yeah, but they sort of learned just like color combinations uh in order to pump out any smell you wanted to to someone sitting in their cubicle via <clears> the <throat> internet, they didn't have to come up with millions of different smells. they could lean on those one hundred and twenty eight primary odorants, yeah, and combine them in whatever way they saw fit to make specific odorants.
0: Like billions and billions of different scents just from those 128 primary odorants. It was really smart. It was because up to that point, it's like, okay, this is a good idea, but how can you get billions of different scents into a little desktop peripheral? You can't. So the ability to break it down into just a palette of 128, now all of a sudden the eye smell is starting to become in actual reality and from what i remember they um the ice smell itself was actually kind of cool looking if you ask me sure. it looks like an apple um alien wind sail or something like that <laughs> solar sail but the um I think it, the tray heated up the specific odor and then a fan blew across it. And not only would it heat up one odor, it would heat up, you know, different combinations to different degrees. And the wind that, or the fan would blow across it. And then that's what would waft out of the eye smell.
1: That's right. So you load a web page with pixels that mm-hmm. have those scent instructions. You're on a, a web page for a landscaping service. And they decide it's a great idea to give you the scent of fresh-cut grass as you visit their website. Or if you're at a travel agent site, because this is back then when people still use travel agents, mm-hmm. they would squirt out maybe some coconut and suntan lotion. But not squirt, waft. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, the idea was to enrich your Internet experience. Uh Cost about 200 bucks, I think the cartridges were about 50 But they'd last months and months. Sure, which is, you know— that's not a terrible price for something not at all uh, and it worked great they tested it it worked fine what they didn't do was consumer testing that is does anyone want to smell the internet
0: no that was a these guys did so much r d and so much um, they were so heads down on the eye smell that the fatal flaw of the the whole thing was they didn't stop to ask themselves Do people want this? They just presumed, yes, this thing is so awesome, it's so revolutionary, and there's so much development put into it. Of course, everybody's going to want The price tag's right. Mm -hmm. It doesn't slow down your web page. The pixels that they created with the send information were so efficient, it took up, I think, two bytes of space, which is like a 17th of Google's tracking pixel. Everything about it. It was perfect, but... No one wanted it. It's it, it was just as plain as day, except for me. I've always wanted one of these.
1: <laughs> yeah, they actually debuted at the 2001 uh, CES uh, Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas, mm-hmm. uh, which is where all the big products make their splash. Um, nobody liked it. Everyone hated it. They never <laughs> sold a single one. And $20 million in uh, VC funds went down the scented drain.
0: Yep. There was, a, there was at least one prototype, and you can see pictures of it on the Internet. But as far as anyone knows, that was it. They never built one. And they certainly never sold one. Pretty amazing. And then in 2006, PC World said, this is, this can't be forgotten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they released their list of the 25 worst tech products of all time. And believe me, there's been a lot of worst tech products. But the iSmell was included on that list and, and was honored forever. Amazing. Yep. The eye smell. All right. Well, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> yeah. If you want to get in touch with us, you can go to our website, stuffyoushouldknow.com, and check out all of our social links there. You can also send us and Jerry an email to stuffpodcasts at howstuffworks.com.